I'm Des. And I'm Jay. And welcome to your weekly dose of Savage Reality. sister hola sister how are you doing today i'm doing really swell i have been so productive like this whole week i have been so productive i have been productive at work because not gonna lie i feel like i've been kind of absent when it comes to work here lately (laughs) you know with the move Mm -hmm. and then travel for work and then i've been sick it's just it's been a lot but this week i feel like yeah i'm rocking and I'm rolling. Ooh. Okay. Yeah. How about you? <laughs> um, I'm happy to be off for the next couple of days because it is fall break time. I don't know that I felt that productive at work lately. Like I've done what I've needed to do, but mm. I haven't worked ahead like I typically would. So mm. there's that. But you know, one day at a time. Hopefully this two day break from the week and the weekend will help me feel recharged coming into next week because between then and Thanksgiving I think we've got like a three-week window Mm -hmm. and then after Thanksgiving it's just all downhill from there so yeah it should be good for us overachievers not working ahead sometimes is probably a good thing you know you're right yeah it's good to pace myself yeah give myself something to do because sometimes I just sit at work and I'm like huh I don't have anything I need to be doing right now right which is nice but very nice annoying at the same time sometimes because I'm like I'm just sitting here doing nothing I remember one of my deans in college he was like I can't remember what event we were at because I was an ambassador for the school of or for the college of education and behavioral sciences and so like I was did I know that I don't know. You probably didn't. Oh, well, yay. Congrats. Way later. (laughs) As an ambassador, like we had to like work, not work certain events, but I guess like, like be present, like as the representatives of the college. And I know one night I was there doing something and one of the deans was like, so how's it going? Like, do you have, do you have much work to do or something like that? And I was like, I've always got work to do. And he was like, yep, that's a conscientious student for you. (laughs) I said, nope, not really. <laughs> so, yeah. That is the struggle. That is us. It is. It is. But what can you do? What exactly. can you do? It brings us a lot of success in life, I will say. It does. It does. And it's just finding that balance of like, yes, work hard. But I think you and I have, which you probably do better at it than I do. Like we have to like work hard, but then balance that out with being able to play hard. Mm-hmm. Also, you know also I really don't like play hard for me means just like vegging out on a tv show mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah the kids these days they call that a rot day a rot day that's yeah. what the kids- they call it that yeah mm-hmm. it's like kids today are stupid because so. <laughs> they're like you're just rotting the day away and I'm like I mean I guess rot rest whatever okay but when you go out and like get hammered what's that that's not considered a rot day because you're literally rotting your body Mm-mm. no i agree but no i don't know what they would call that i think they just call that going out got it got it <laughs> <laughs> interesting 
Oh my gosh. Speaking of another group of kids. So it is time to get into episode four. We finally see Queen Ariana enter in as a full cast member. And one of the things, I don't know if she ever established this and maybe you heard about it. Why was she not on the first season of Vanderpump Rules? Like, why did she not get brought over from Villa Blanca earlier? Do you think? I believe she didn't want to be. Oh, okay. That makes sense. (laughs) I think when the idea was presented, I feel like I've heard her talk about this. I don't remember when. Yeah, it's it's actually in this season's reunion because it's all like, why did you want to be on this season? Because you sure didn't want to be on it last season. Yeah. So yeah, just simply not not interested in it at that point in time. That's so funny. And look at her now on Dancing with the Stars. Dancing with the Stars and killing the game. She's everywhere. She's in a lifetime movie. She yes, with fucking Megan Hood, right? Megan Good. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. she, She just I get that she I don't know. She just gives me hood girl vibes. She does. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I mean I love making good though. Like, you know, she's so do I. I always think about her and you got served when her name's beautiful with two L's. <laughs> See, it's shit like that. Just ratchet. <laughs> but I don't feel like she's been like that in any other role. No, she has played. No. It's just funny. Well, and then you know her now ex-husband. He mm-hmm. is one of the coaches on Married at First Sight. Coaches for what? Love. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I did not know that. He's not like a main one, but they have brought him in now for two seasons to like do therapy with people. And I agree with what he says. So I'm like, well, too bad your marriage didn't work, but right. this advice makes sense to me. <laughs> That's funny. Crazy. Yeah, I got to have you watch an episode of that one time because Married at First Sight... Ooh. Ooh, it's so funny it is so so funny but anyway so coming into episode four we open with jacks at a photo shoot for kitson which i didn't even know if kitson exists anymore but it did at the time and he explained to us that he is using modeling now as a way to meet contacts for the next steps in his professional career instead of it just being a job, which, okay, sure. Makes sense to me. Right. If that were true. Right. Great strategy. Right. Right. For sure. But we all know it's not anyway. (laughs) So we see that he's modeling with a woman and she's being like super playful and super flirty with him. She's little, she's blonde, she's young. It's very like, Ooh, is Jack's going to like take the bait kind of thing. And surprisingly, he doesn't, probably because he's on camera. Um, But she ends up asking him about all the tattoos that he has. And then she sees the Stassi tattoo and asks if that's the name of an ex. And he says, yeah. And she's like, well, isn't that like the kiss of death? And I was like, yes, ma'am. Yes, it is. He just doesn't know it yet. Right. To anyone with a brain. Yes. That's exactly what that means. But Jax in the beginning is like, "Which, which character is that from The Wizard of Oz? The lion? No, the lion wants a heart. A tin man. If he only had a brain? Yeah. I thought it was a Sarah that didn't have a brain. Oh, maybe it was a scarecrow. Yeah, because the lion doesn't have courage. And the tin man, he doesn't have a heart. Mm-hmm. You know, the Wizard of Oz was really your thing, not mine. So, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He's the scarecrow in real life. <laughs> yeah, for sure. 
Um, and even though she realizes that she or that he has his tat on him, she still like continues down this path and ends up asking him, well, if he's single. And he's like, technically, yes. And then she's also like, so, okay, that's interesting, but whatever. And he asks, so like if you were on a date with somebody and y'all were starting to get into it and you saw um, a tattoo of someone else's name on their arm, what would you do? And she's like, oh, well, you know, I'd get you really drunk and get you in the bed and then scratch it off you. And she's like, ah, ha, ha, ha. and I'm like, bitch, you're only laughing because again, you're on camera. Cause I totally believe you'd actually try to do that shit based on the way you're acting right now. 1000% she sounds or she seemed like super cray 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 like she could be a little cuckoo and mm-hmm. she was, I know you didn't watch power which you still need to fucking watch that shit mm-hmm. but she is literally she looks just like Holly from power minus the red hair and Holly was fucking bad shit mm-hmm. right but bad shit so yeah, that's the vibe that she was giving off. So anyone who's watched Power, y'all can relate because this is what this girl looks like. What if it was her, Jalen? Is it her? No, I don't know. I'm going to look it up. But what if it was her? It was. No, just kidding. It doesn't look like her now. It's oh. not. Mm-mm. No? Okay. No. That it's would not. be funny, though. <laughs> that, would, that would be extremely funny. <gasps> oh my goodness. Whatever. However, all is well that ends well, and they part at the end of the shoot and, like, go on about their day, and we just know that this is going to be a thing for Stassi, because we already know how she feels around, or about Jax being around other women, so we're just gearing up. Which is just, yeah, yeah, we'll get there. It's... (laughs) It's ridiculous. But anywho, we had to brunch with the different gangs. We got the girls. Um, what are their initials? KKS. I don't mm-hmm. know why KKW just then. Um, but anyway. Kim Kardashian West. Oh, that's why. You know, <laughs> last night on HBO Max, I watched that Kim versus Kanye, the divorce. Oh, did you? It was it was only two episodes. Mm-hmm. It's very interesting. I would you should check it out because I was like both of this whoever produced it edited it whatever like both sides are like so compelling and you know I hate Kim so for her side to come off compelling I was like fuck Mm. so yes that's probably why that was in my and then I watched the most recent episode of the Kardashians this morning on Hulu so yeah Okay, so yes, the girls are at lunch, and then the guys are also at lunch, but we start off with the girls, Stassi and Kristen are sneaking wine mm-hmm. in the lunch spot, because the lunch spot doesn't serve wine, Right, and I'm just like, so just don't drink wine. Right, they're fucking alcoholics, man, like, either really pick a place that had alcohol, or <laughs> just right. be sober for a little bit. But I wonder if at this point in the show, if this was like one of the few places that would agree to have them film. I mean, but they've been at many other places that serve drinks. This is probably the first place that they've been that hasn't served drinks. That's true. Hell, even the place that they went to get their hair done served them champagne. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, it just seemed like a little much. It was definitely not alcoholic, but hey, whatever. To each his own. Um... So they're asking Kristen, like, you know, is she ready to come back to work or whatever? And Kristen's like, it's been so nice <laughs> and so much less stress to be suspended. And then Stassi's like, yeah, 
being suspended is great. And I'm like, so y'all ain't got bills to pay? What, what about not. being suspended makes you excited? I can't imagine getting suspended from a job. I would be so disappointed in myself. Right. Like, fuck the free time. Like, for me as the person that I am, my integrity, my character, I'd be like, damn, I really fucked up. This is embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Not, this is great. Yeah. What? Yeah. It's disturbing. But I agree whatever um so we switch over to the boys which is just jacks and sandoval at this point and they're discussing how jacks did his little modeling thing and the different poses that you do as models (laughs) wow it felt very zoolander when they were describing it i know that they made that joke but like no the joke is on y'all for sure and then we like flash back to the girls' lunch, and then Katie's asking Saucy what happened between her and Jackson, like Arrowhead. And she said that her and Jack's kissed, and like it was kind of awkward because it's like they dated for two years, and then he had to ask her for a kiss, you know, like a 13 year old boy. Had he not cheated on her and got another girl pregnant and was just asking to give her a kiss, I'm like, oh, that's kind of sweet, you know, right. like respecting boundaries. Mm-hmm. But Considering you're doing this just because you fucked up and you want her back because y'all aren't together. It's really lame. Trash. But I digress. And <laughs> then we flip back over to the boys and then Tom is telling Jax that things are good between him and Kristen right now and that they even had sex twice. <laughs> like, wow. That's really sad. But whatever. Yeah. So then we flip back to see Kristen's point of view because the girls are asking her how things are between her and Tom. And then Kristen's like, well, we haven't argued since Lake Arrowhead, which this has probably been what, maybe three days since they left Lake Arrowhead. I mean, hell, maybe be the day after. Right. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, great. Y'all haven't argued in 48 hours. Like if that's an accomplishment, this, this relationship needs to be done. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it's very sad. And then Katie's like, yeah, and they banged. <laughs> I was like, wow. And this like, group and the way happy- they use the word bang is so funny to me because I've never heard other people say it like that. Right? And it's kind of immature, isn't it? I would say so. Why don't you just say you had sex? I don't know. Maybe because they think it's funnier. Maybe. Okay. Um, but even when they're having this conversation, I feel like you peeped that Kristen kind of looks uncomfortable. Did you get mm-hmm. that? Vibe? I did. I did. Yeah. Cause I think she knows that like they're on borrowed time. Mm, could be, could be, could be. And so then Tom is like, um, he wants them to like be strong, work it out, stay together. Like life's too short to not be happy. Like, I just want to be happy. We got to be happy in the moment. Blah, blah, blah. Cut to Jax, and he's like, dude, the altar stacked against you. <laughs> Truly. And then in his confessional, he's like, it's just a matter of time. Mm-hmm. So I want us to come back to this point when we need to come back to it. Mm-hmm. Because now when re-watching it all, I'm like, hmm. Yeah. 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 We'll get there. We'll get mm-hmm. there. <laughs> so anyways, after the lunches, we then transition to later that night at Sir, and Lisa tells Christina Kelly that Kristen is coming back to work. 
And Lisa then asks Christine Kelly if she's excited <laughs> to see Kristen coming back to work. And Christine is like, yeah, sure, whatever. Um, but I could do without her being here. And then to us, the audience, she says, yeah, like Kristen smells like old coffee and cigarettes. It's gross. And I'm like, yeah, that's fucking disgusting. Like I could not be around somebody that smells like that. And like for them to just hang out with her, that means that they're used to it. And that's gross. It's very disgusting. Because yeah. I'm also like, what does old coffee smell like? Right. Because I like the smell of like fresh coffee. Yeah. But does old coffee smell like something? I mean, I guess it does, but I don't know. I'm either. And Christina, doesn't she have like some kind of like essential oil line or something now? Mm-hmm. So she would know. She would know the smells. But anyways, so then we see Stassi come out to chat with Jax about putting up um, a picture that her dad painted and she asks him about the shoot. And so he tries to be short with her and kind of evasive when she's asking him questions because he doesn't really volunteer a lot of information. But then she hits the nail on the head when she says, like, was it just you? And then he's like, yeah, I knew you were going to ask me that. And then he was like, no, it wasn't me. There was like another girl there. And then Stassi was like, well, was I like not supposed to know that or something? And he was like, well, no, like I just didn't want it to turn into a thing. And basically he starts trying to make it seem like what it was because it didn't really seem like anything like, yeah, sure. They were flirty with each other, but like obviously nothing happened. And Stassi is like, well, I think you did something wrong. So you need to figure that out. And she just like leaves. So then Jax follows her into her favorite place in the world, the back alley of Sir. And he's like, what's wrong? And she's like, well, what did I tell you about modeling with women? And he's like, nothing happened. And then he's basically trying to say like, you just need to be over this already. Like it's been a year. I've been good for this year. I don't understand why you still are in this place. And she's like, don't tell me I need to get over it. Don't tell me it's water under the bridge. Don't tell me anything else because I get to feel how I want to fucking feel, which is 100% valid. I totally agree. But also, if you still feel this raw about it, maybe we shouldn't even be considering getting back with Jax. Exactly. Like, I feel like when someone cheats, it's just like, I commend those people who want to stick and who try to make it work. Right. It couldn't be me. Nope. I would never trust you. Like, because just like how Stassi's reacting and just like she told Tom and Kristen, you're not fighting about him not being able to hang the picture. You're not fighting about the fact that he was modeling with another female. You're fighting. You're still fighting about the fact that he cheated on you and got another girl pregnant. And that's always going to be in the back of your mind. Always. Yep. So yeah, I don't, I don't see how women do it. And yes, like if you have to give your partner these type of quote unquote rules mm-hmm. when it's their fucking job. Right. Just like even Michael, like when we were in Miami, you know, because he was married previously. And so his first year at Miami, his wife moved with him. And so I was asking him like, so what's like the cigar scene? Like, you know, Michael loves cigars and all that stuff. And he's like, well, I really didn't get to enjoy the cigar scene because his previous wife didn't like for him to go out. So he wouldn't go out. But then his previous wife also like, I mean, based on the way he tells it, didn't really like to like be with him either. <laughs> so I'm like, so you just want this dude to just like be at home alone, be miserable because right. you don't feel comfortable enough with him going out to hang out with his friends or anything. So I just like it, the insecurity 
Mm-hmm. No, it just it's weird and I don't understand it. And like, yeah, if we have to start putting rules on shit, it's not the relationship for me, for you, for that person, for the next person. Like, no, at all. It's just like mom always said, like if someone wants to cheat on you, they're going to cheat on you. It doesn't matter what rules you, you set up, it. it doesn't mm-hmm. matter where they are. nothing matters like if they want to do it they're going to do it so you trying to like be so overly concerned about whether or not it's going to happen and thinking that you putting all these restrictions on them is going to prevent it from happening okay sure it may prevent them from cheating on you but it doesn't mean that they're going to like you because they just will probably grow to resent you and then you're still not going to be happy but you're going to be like oh it's cool because he's not cheating on me like what the fuck (laughs) right so dumb exactly exactly yep but also if you're the type of person who can't get over it then move on that's also totally fine right which is what Stassi should have done instead of trying to instead of wasting all of season two trying to quote-unquote make it work or figure out if there's possibility or whatever the case may be but right if he hadn't done anything after a year to make you feel like he could like be trusted again then it's not he's not gonna change and at the end of the day he cheated so can he be trusted again doubt it i mean in my mind it's a no but yeah but i mean look at britney i know i know like it's strong woman right there i mean mm. i mean some may say strong some may say stupid but <laughs> like somewhere in the middle shit i don't know <laughs> right right exactly but anyways we say all that to say stassi still clearly doesn't trust him so right. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. And so she's picking fights about all the little things that really don't matter. Exactly. Um, but you know, that's that's pretty on brand for this group. Um, and so Tom Sandoval, on the other hand, in trying to repair his relationship from the cheating that Kristen found out about, <laughs> has bought a bunch of random shit for their apartment and like cr- including flowers for Kristen. And I'm just like, are you really like falling for this bullshit right now? Clearly. Because you went out and bought some cups and straws. (laughs) What the fuck? (laughs) But it makes me wonder, though, if he had ever done those things or if it's never happened. And so she's like, oh, my God, she's trying. Yeah, that's probably it. But it's like, if that's the bar, (laughs) baby, your bar is too low. (laughs) It's in hell. It is too low. Um, so Kristen and Tom sit down on the couch and Kristen's complaining about going back to work at Sir. And I'm just like, Kristen, be thankful that you have a fucking job, dude. Right? Don't want to work at Sir so bad. Like Ariana said, go work somewhere else. Exactly. But then Kristen's all like, in her confessional, she's like, you know, I don't want to go back to Sir, but... I need my job. My life is there. My friends are there. So regardless of how much she hates Sir, how much she hates Lisa, I guess she doesn't really have an identity outside of Sir at this point. So it's Mm -hmm. just suck it up and keep on doing it. Yeah. And I think too, at this point, because other than Tom Schwartz, everybody else that's on the show works at Sir. She probably doesn't want to jeopardize her spot on the cast too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For sure. And so we then come into Sir to the back bar 
And Lisa and Ken walk in to meet Natalie and Guillermo. And we see that the new back bar in the garden is completed. And it's actually super duper cute. I will say this. I don't love all of Lisa's aesthetic, but I would say like 70% of it's cool. The aesthetic in Sir? And just in general in her home, in Sir, in any oh. restaurant, Villa Blanca, whatever. I Tom think Tom. her home is a no, but the restaurant, she's <laughs> got that shit on lock for sure. I like parts of her home. Like her outdoor space is beautiful. Well, yeah, you can't really fuck up an outdoor space though, can you? You can because that oh. menagerie of animals that she has, that is not beautiful <laughs> at all. Mm-mm. Nope, 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 nope. No, you don't need, no one needs to have tiny horses at their Beverly Hills home. You just don't need that. Mm-hmm. Fucking diamonds and rosé. That's crazy. Anyway, uh, so they start talking about needing a new bartender and land on Ariana. And then we learn that Ariana has worked for Lisa for two years at Villa Blanca, which is also where, if you all remember, Sheena worked previously as well as Tom. And she actually says she enjoys having women bartenders because they aren't as common, which I never really thought about it. Because I feel like in my experience at bars, I feel like I've seen like half and half. I feel like all I ever see is female bartenders. You think so? Yes. Like, I feel like, like if we're going somewhere basic, um, like to a, just like a sports bar, like for example, this past weekend when we were in Miami, we went to Hooters. All granted it's Hooters. So like, of course, the vendors, <laughs> but like, even like when me and LJ would go to like Ruby Tuesdays or something, the yeah. bar all Hooters, unless I'm going like out, out, I don't think I've seen a lot of male bartenders just in regular places. That's interesting. I feel like when I think about it on Broadway, it's probably like half and half. And like in Bowling Green, though, I feel like most of the bartenders were men. Like I think about when I went to Hilligan's or to Papa Tops when it was still open or Club Cabana. Most of those bartenders were dudes. I never went to any of those places. (laughs) You never went to Hilligan's? Mm -hmm. (gasps) What? I don't do drunk white people. It's the, like, if I'm thinking of like the top five worst, the top five. Yeah. Top five worst things that could ever happen to me being around drunk white people is definitely in my top five, like going downtown in Nashville. Uh huh. Oh, it makes me fucking cringe. Hate it. it. (laughs) They're just so fucking belligerent and so extra. And I'm just like, can you do less? You can't be having that much fun. Just fucking chill. I think that's just downtown in Nashville. Like, you are never going to go downtown somewhere and not see people being belligerent unless you, like, are a DD. Mm. I feel like I don't mind being around anyone who's drunk. I just have to be in the right mindset for it. Mm, no, but- I don't. I don't like drunk people. I don't. I just can't get on board with it. <laughs> No, I don't do it very often. I go to Broadway maybe quarterly. Oh, okay. And that's about it. Yeah, it's definitely not like a regular experience for sure. Yeah, nah, not my cup of tea. <laughs> so anyway, we then transition to Stassi's and we see Jax arriving bearing food and wine. He knows the exact way to Stassi's heart, which I was like, that's fair. Because that also would make me super happy if we had just had an argument as well. And so she then brings back up the photo shoot conflict to talk about it a little bit more because they didn't really come to like any place of resolution. And Jax shares, well, like, 
I did it for like XYZ reason. And, you know, I want to have my sweater line there. And Saucy's like, literally, you just like went home and thought all this shit up to say to me. And he's like, no, like I would have said it yesterday, but I couldn't get a word out and blah, blah, blah. And then she goes to us like, just because you wear sweaters doesn't mean you know how to design sweaters, which is 100% correct. And I think it's so funny that he wanted to have a sweater line. And still to this day in 2023 has yet to make that happen even though he has done a lot of other things, but a sweater line has never been one of them. So they then continue on. And finally Saucy's like, you know, if I stress you out so much, why do you want to be with me? Which is the question on everyone's (laughs) mind. (laughs) And and Jax is like, well, this is just like the hardship that we have to go through so that when we get back together, everything's fine. And she's like, what if you like don't get laid for a year? What are you going to do? And he's like, well, I'm just going to watch a lot of porn. And then she makes fun of him for the type of porn that he watches. And I was just like, that is just so intriguing to me. Because like, A, why do you even know what kind of porn he watches? And B, why do you care what kind of porn he watches? Like, that's not a thing to joke about, but okay. And also like, she's very fortunate that this was not, you know, this was pre-cancel culture because I well, feel like she most definitely could have got canceled for that. Mm-hmm. Yep, exactly. But you know, it's Stassi. She yeah. gives no shits and that's part of why we love her. But these are the times when it like works against her. Yeah. And so she then ends up bringing out the portrait or painting that her dad did and asks for Jack's help to put it in the frame and hang it up and then he's trying to like explain to her what he thinks is the right way to do. And she's like, no, that's not what you have to do. You just have to do this, this, and this. And this basically turns into another argument because she's like, I just always do everything all the time. And I was like, well, then Stassi, if you knew that this was going to be a thing, why don't you just do it on your own? What was the point of asking him to come over? Exactly. It's not that hard to hang a picture. Mm -hmm. Not that hard at all. However, I will note that was a beautiful picture her dad painted. It was. It was so I nice. Just that shit on the side, like, just for fun. I guess when you're wealthy, you can do that. that yeah, that was dope. That mm-hmm. was- it was really pretty. Yeah. So, on to the most important. This is why we're here. This is why mm-hmm. we started the fucking podcast in the first place. <laughs> we stand with Queen Ariana. Always. And the new blood that we were looking for in the garden bar has arrived. Uh-uh. And her name is Ariana Maddox. Uh-uh-uh. So we see Ariana coming in and she's having a conversation with Lisa about her transition from Villa Blanca, another one of Lisa's restaurants, to Sir. Um, and it's so funny because Ariana makes the comment that her impression of Sir, like, is that everyone who works there is a complete basket case, which she's not wrong. Based on what we've seen, that seems pretty accurate. Um, <laughs> but she said that they also make really good money. So like she can deal with crazy. So I feel that also. Um, and, you know, that's a thing that Ariana has spoken on. Like when people ask why her and Tom are still living in that house together. Mm-hmm. She was like, when I first came on the show, I had no money. Like mm-hmm. I was in such a bad place financially. I'm not going to let him. Mm-mm my life and then also fuck up my money so like absolutely we're not sure that we do this the right way mm-hmm. to where I leave with what's mine he leaves with what's his and you know nobody's losing anything so I respect that 
Um, because if y'all know me, I'm all about making that cheddar. All about it. She is. Yes. Um, <laughs> and so in this moment, like Lisa's questioning her about different people who work at Sir, and then she brings up Sheena. And so this is where we learn that her and Sheena are best friends. And if you guys will remember, probably not because most of you don't even watch the show. You just listen to the podcast, which is weird. But <laughs> back in season one, um, Ariana was one of Sheena's backup dancers when she gave that horrific performance at the Roxy. Um, but we really didn't see her because as we mentioned in the beginning, she wasn't really into being on the show in season one. So, um, Lisa asks if she has any issues with anyone else. And then she brings up Kristen and she's like, as far as I know, Kristen has a problem with me, which shocker. And as Lisa says, that's not surprising. Kristen has a problem with everyone. Um, but the reason Kristen has a problem with her is because her and Tom Sandoval are like BFFs. They worked at Villa Blanca together. And so like, they've always just had this really good friendship. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So leaving that there, Lisa makes a comment in her confessional, which was hilarious. And she was like, if I had to fire or didn't hire everybody that didn't get along with Kristen, I'd have no staff. Let's be honest. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> it's extremely true and extremely sad, but you know, and I wonder if this show wasn't a thing, if they would have continued to employ her, because why would you want someone working for you? Like that just creates a toxic environment, right? Yeah, but it may have been easier than trying to find someone to be a waitress and replace her and train them properly. That's true, because they do say Kristen is like a really good waitress so yeah. and that's I mean Lisa even said that in the first episode of this whole series that like the only reason Kristen still works there yeah. is because she's a good waitress right right um so after their little scene together we see Guillermo going over to Jack's at the other bar to tell him that Ariana is going to be coming to Sir and Jack's just starts giggling snickering mm -hmm. and um he asked Guillermo, like, does Kristen know she's coming? And he was like, uh, no. Did, like, you know, basically, like, does she need to know? It's kind of right. like what he was giving. And Jax is like, mm, you know, okay. All right. <laughs> you know. <laughs> and then so we go to Jax's confessional. And I guess the producers ask him the same question or a question along the lines of, like, what's the deal between Tom and Ariana? Right. <laughs> His response is, I haven't personally seen him have sex with Ariana. He's such trash for that. It's like Bill Gates, and not Bill Gates, Bill, Bill Clinton. Clinton. Yeah, <laughs> I did not have sexual relations with that woman. Just fucking terrible. Because I'm also like, Jax, you started all of this shit. All of it. But now, I mean, after knowing Jax, it makes perfect sense. So... Jackson tells Stassi as she comes over to the bar that Ariana's coming to work at Sir. And Stassi's like, okay, like, what's your point? I like her. Right. And I was like, so is Stassi, has Stassi felt like alpha vibes from Ariana? Because Stassi likes no one. Exactly. That's exactly so I'm like, what it she, is. Did she know from jump, she's not a bitch that I can fuck with. So like, let me just get on her good side, which is very. Probably. Surprising. Yeah. Yeah, hilarious. So, um, and then Stassi's explaining to us in her confessional that uh, Jax has told her that something was going on between Tom and Ariana, but she was like, Jax never has details. 
He's a pathological liar regardless. And he'll say anything to take the heat off of himself. And I'm like, mm, that's valid. So like, yeah. But there's also no heat on him right now. So I'm like, when did he tell you this? Like, was it, oh, I cheated on you and got this girl pregnant in Vegas. And then also Tom and Ariana hooked up, but you didn't hear it from me. Like, what? Right. That's a good point. That's a good point. But I guess maybe she was thinking that if I give Stassi this piece of information, then she'll be more like, she'll like want to talk I don't know like our relationship will improve because she's not focused on what I fucked up and did but she's focused on figuring out the Tom and Ariana of it all and like if Jax has the details like maybe then she'll start coming to me you know what I mean you know yeah nope nope that makes perfect sense you are in Jax's brain because that that's 100% what it is that's right (laughs) activated yeah (laughs) so we then see Kristen stomping up to sir and Natalie greets her and she's like, wow, it's already time for you to be back, which way to clown the fuck out of her, Natalie. <laughs> it's so bad. And Kristen tells us that, you know, Sarah is part of her being because she's been there for so long. So like, again, even though she doesn't want to come back, she knows that this is where she belongs right now. So we see Lisa come up to her and check in about her behavior and like work to set some expectations for coming back. And says that, you know, overall, Kristen just seems like super frustrated in every part of her life. And then to add to that frustration, Lisa then tells her that Ariana's coming and Kristen tries to act like calm, cool, collected. But in her confessional, she's like, I hate that this bitch is coming to work here, but I have to suck it up right now, especially because I'm treading water since I just got back from a suspension. And so Lisa is like, there better not be any issues between you all. I'm not going to deal with it. And so then Sandoval checks in on Kristen after the conversation. And she tells him that the conversation between her and Lisa went well. And then everybody's like, okay, it's time to work. Yeah. So back to work they go. That evening, however, two people are not working, and that is Ariana and Sheena. And so this is where I I need to stop saying that because you say that all the time. Do you realize that? What? And so. No, I didn't know that. Almost every time you transition, you're like, and so. I don't know how else to transition. I just say that because it (laughs) connects the sentences. Got it. Okay. (laughs) And so. (laughs) Um. We learned that Sheena and Ariana became friends while they were both working at Villablanca because Sheena was also at Villablanca before she came to Sir. And Sheena's like, I'm so glad to have a real friend there. And it's like, no, Sheena, she's your only friend there. Like, I wouldn't even call the other girls fake friends. They're not your friends at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, yeah, you're just glad to have a friend, which is good. You you do want to have friends at work, for sure, especially in that environment where it's toxic and people hate you and shit on you regularly so yay Tina having a friend at work and that friend being Ariana because Ariana is the fucking shit as she tells us in this conversation (laughs) so Sheena is asking her about her conversation with Lisa and like if Lisa grilled her about anything and she was like not really she didn't ask me anything work specific it was more so like how she gets along with certain people and Ariana told her that she told Lisa that Kristen doesn't like her and then Which I thought this was interesting, which is kind of what we see in the previous scene where it's like Kristen doesn't like her, doesn't like Ariana, 
But then Sheena says that Kristen in front of Ariana kisses her ass and tries to be all buddy, buddy. Mm-hmm. And then Ariana drops the one of the most epic one-liners of this entire series. Um, and <laughs> she's like, I think she's bipolar. I think she's a crazy person. And I think she needs medication. It's so awful. Wow, that was a lot. And those are some very pointed accusations. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Very, very much so. Um, Yeah. So I don't know if she also has a psychology degree to back that up. But yeah, I was like, damn, that is aggressive. Mm -hmm. Um, But then Sheena brings up the rumors about Tom and Ariana. And Ariana very directly is like, no, Tom and I are friends. We were friends. We are friends. We will be friends. It's nothing more than that. And she was like, Kristen being so concerned about it or whatever just shows her insecurities. And she's like, sorry, bitch, but I'm smarter than you. I'm cooler than you. I'm prettier than you. Get the fuck over it and move on with your life. (laughs) (laughs) Ariana came in fucking swinging. This should have took fucking like pointers from Ariana when she season one mm-hmm. because as sheena stepped to these bitches the way ariana's coming in wouldn't nobody try her but the thing is too ariana didn't have to do anything when she came in either and i think partially it's because she is a bartender and she's not a waitress mm-hmm. so she doesn't mm-hmm. work with them in the same way she's working with the dudes and then i think she just seems to have a lot more confidence coming into the situation than sheena does like sheena came in as like i want everyone to be my friend and yeah. ariana's like i don't give a fuck if you like me or not i'm here to work and get a paycheck not have friends and you know what that is the cancer in her because <laughs> Stassi's the same way because right. we haven't mentioned already Stassi and ariana have the same birthday which, which is, is wild before my birthday <laughs> <laughs> um yes so yeah we just we just don't give a fuck you know like us if you want don't like us if you don't want and we'll just keep it pushing it's not that big of a deal and like probably like what ariana's thinking bitch i got friends outside of y'all i don't need right. y'all to be friends what sheena should have been thinking like if mm-hmm. Ariana is your best friend like yeah you have to film with these people as part of your job but like it's your job. You don't have right. to have friends at your job. Is it nice if that happens? Sure. Mm-hmm. But like expecting it to happen, forcing it to happen, just let it go. Let it go. Exactly. Especially with these bitches. Like you walked into the situation knowing what it was. It's not like it was a surprise. Yeah. And then Ariana just twists that knife just a little bit more. Mm-hmm. And she says that Tom is doing Kristen a favor by dating her. And she says, looks wise. <laughs> and then she's like, well, personality wise too. <laughs> to justify why Kristen's so insecure. And I'm like, dang, I don't think Kristen's ugly. I don't either. I would say her and Tom are like on the same level in terms of attractiveness. Now, personality, yes, Kristen is a little like cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs, but that's only in situations where she is being provoked. Like mm-hmm. season one, Kristen, totally fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. And so I think that she's just in these situations and she's just a very reactive person. So like, for sure, I don't want to be friends with a reactive person either by any means, but like, I also wouldn't do things or put you in situations where you felt the need to react like that. Yeah. Yeah. But also Tom, like, I think Tom in the little style he has now, minus his fingernails, I could see how that could be attractive to white girls. 
But <laughs> who he who who he is in season two? He looks like fucking Edward Scissorhands. Nothing about him is attractive. Like a I, mix between Edward Scissorhands and Michael Myers, a skinny Michael Myers. I'm screaming. I'm yeah. screaming. I think because he's a model and he takes care of himself. I think that he comes across better than like your average white guy, but he doesn't look particularly like so much more attractive than any other white guy to me. He looks very like on par. Now he looks better than like the guys on Southern Charm, for example. Well, they're alcoholics to the <laughs> t- so they just. But even at the beginning of the show, when they were like still yeah, like you know younger and fresher, yeah, that's fair. But also, you know, that's very, like, he has very West Coast energy, and that's just not what I like. No, yeah. In I a can, person. I can miss on that, for sure. And I think it's so funny in this in this scene that Sheena is, like, trying to have all these other jabs like Ariana does. And I'm like, oh, so now that you have a friend, you have a pay your balls. Cool, cool, Sheena. Right. Again, this energy we needed last season. And you had it in places but not consistently. So don't try to like jump on Ariana's coattails. Exactly. Yeah. We then see a quick scene of Jax doing Saucy's chores around her apartment, which I think is hilarious. And he's like, this is ridiculous, but I love her. And then they have this like weird back and forth and they're still like very into each other. I don't really care what Saucy says. Like, even though she doesn't trust him, she still wants him to an extent, I think. But I will not trust him enough to fully dive back in and as we switch over to sir we see ariana walk in to work with tom at the garden bar and we know that tom is now training her and so tom is like i know Kristen isn't a fan of ariana but she has nothing to worry about okay tom sure (laughs) sure audience for people who haven't seen this remember this moment right now in episode four because my 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 how things change And so Ariana looks up to Tom as a bartender, we learn, and is happy that he's training her because he makes, she says, quote unquote, a mean drink. But also, I think that it's cool that they share a profession in that way, because being a bartender, if you are really good at it and want to devote your life to it, that's a very special skill set to have. And so Mm -hmm. I think that it's cool that they connect over that because that is something that you can build a friendship on is some kind of shared interest, which I think is really nice. And to me, if I were Kristen would make sense as to why they like each other. They're interested in similar things. It's not that she's trying to get with him, but okay. Tom's happy that Ariana is coming to work there because she's super chill compared to the other girls that work at Sir. And they do have a good banter with each other. So I could see why Kristen would be concerned just knowing how Kristen is as a human and also knowing that Tom just cheated on her. We then see Danny Shay walk up and was like, oh, Ariana, like, are you working here now? And Ariana's like, yeah. And then she's like, oh, is Tom, like, are you training her? And he's like, yeah. And she says, well, fancy that. And then just like walks away then ariana and tom are like oh my god and so ariana then tells us that there was a rumor going around that she and tom had hooked up before but she says to us point blank i have never had sex with tom sandoval and i was like okay 
six. Also keep that in mind as well. So Danny runs to and tells Stassi and Christina Kelly that Tom and Ariana are working together and it's like, yeah, they have like a weirdly friendly chemistry. So I think there's more there. Stassi then expresses concern about the situation and tells us about the rumor. And it's like, oh, I can ask Sheena. She would know and she would tell me. So when Stassi confronts Sheena and asks her to come outside and talks to her about it, Sheena immediately says, that's not true. And Stassi's like, why would Jax lie? And Sheena is like, it's Jax. He just lies. Like he breathes. That's just Jax. So they keep going back and forth. And Kristen walks out. Kristen doesn't know what's going on. Ako taco moment. And so then after Kristen walks off, when Stassi's like, yeah, I'm finishing up or whatever, Kristen leaves. And then she and Sheena continue the conversation. And Sheena's like, I'm sticking out my best for my best friend, just like I know that you're sticking out for yours. And it's like, you know, I wouldn't lie to you. Like, I'm looking you straight in the eye. I'm not lying to you. Nothing has happened. And then Stassi, in one of her weaker comeback moments, would say, well, if you brought a cheating horn to this restaurant, shit's going to hit the fan. Which also, why are we blaming Sheena for bringing Ariana to to Sir? This was Lisa. Sheena had nothing to do with it. Like, obviously, she's happy about it. But, like, this was not her plan. She didn't, like, scheme this. Or if she did, we don't know about that. And it's not presented to us that way. So I'm just going to say, we need to blame Lisa. Don't blame Sheena. Exactly. Exactly. Just Stassi being fucking ridiculous per usual. But this leads us into our conversation at lunch the following day or whenever after this scene where (laughs) Katie, Kristen, Stassi and Christina go out to lunch. And so Katie starts off by talking about, you know, how Tom Schwartz tried to seduce her after a long day at work. And then everyone starts talking about their sex lives and whatnot. In this moment, the camera pans to Kristen and you can just see her stewing. And I won't even say stewing, but you can tell something's on her mind. You can tell she's not really into the conversation. You can tell that she may be a little upset. So eventually Kristen speaks up and she calls Stassi fake for having cocktails with Sheena after work while she was doing her report. And Stassi's like, I wasn't having cocktails with Sheena. There were no drinks. I was doing my report. She was just in the back alley, I guess. Like, there, it was nothing. And Kristen just keeps on poking and keeps on bringing up the same point. <laughs> and then mm. is like, seriously, I was making sure Ariana <laughs> and Tom weren't fucking. So stop. <laughs> and then it's just all downhill from there. Ooh. And Kristen's like, I know they're not fucking. And then she's like, why would you even think to say something like that? Blah, 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 blah. And Stassi's like because I'm concerned and it's like granted I don't know if Stassi was really doing this because she was concerned or Stassi just really wants to like be in the know of everyone's business but both but either way like as a friend she should be looking out for you in that way you should want her to be looking out for you in that way I would think yeah I would appreciate that you know if well I would never be in that situation but <laughs> I would appreciate it if in some alternative universe I were so I was like that and for Kristen to just blow up, but kind of going back to what you said earlier, I think Kristen realizes that she, their relationship is on borrowed time. And so because of that, she's just, she just pops off, you know, and doesn't know how to handle the fact that Tom has cheated 
now Ariana, someone she's threatened by is coming into the fold and it's just, it's a lot, it's overwhelming. So I can also understand that from Kristen's perspective. And so Christina tries to step in and explain why Stassi's questioning the situation and trying to make it make sense. Kristen doesn't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's like, we're just having a good week. I'm trying to hold on to that. (laughs) That's so sad. You're you're trying to hold on to the one week? She's on a day by day. She's totally taking it day by day. Yeah. And... At the end, her and, her and Stassi, Kristen and Stassi continue to go back and forth or whatever. And Stassi eventually is like, you know what? Just go, go. <laughs> and Kristen gets up and goes. Which is crazy. Just fucking insane. <laughs> I wish, I wish someone would tell me to leave the dinner. Right? And, then I leave. and then I actually do it? Get no. the fuck out of here. Yeah. So, but after this episode, shit really starts. Woo, it starts going. Can't mm. Exactly. And that brings us to the end of episode four. Overall thoughts. Ariana is ruffling feathers already and the bitch has barely entered the chat. Like, I don't even think she did a scene with any of the other girls besides Sheena. And yet the people are already like, like the bitches are scared. Yeah. And I love, I love a bitch who is unbothered. So when I see other bitches be unbothered, I'm like, yes, be unbothered, bitch. Because for what? Who gonna say, who gonna check me, boo? You mm. know what she said? <laughs> yeah, she did. <laughs> so I love it. I fucking love it. Um, Savage AF thoughts for the episode. What you got? Jax is the reason that there are issues between Kristen and Tom, where Ariana is concerned. He keeps gossiping to everybody about the situation because no one else had said anything about it until he started bringing it up and started telling all these little people. And everyone already knows that you cheated on Stassi. Everyone knows that Tom cheated on Kristen. So why are we bringing up more cheating rumors? And he's your friend. What the fuck are you doing, bro? Like, come on. Yeah, for sure. That's, it's extremely fucked up. And I think, I just think that like Jax had to have been the producer's dream. Oh, a hundred percent. Because they could just feed Jax shit, tell Jax to do shit. And he's like, all right, cool. Yeah, I'll do it. Like I'll do it. I don't even know. I don't even know if they had to tell him. I think he might just do it because he just makes very, very bad decisions all of the time. That is also very valid. So they probably just didn't stop him. Yeah. My Savage AF take for this episode is Stassi, again, is a fucking boss (laughs) because of that final scene. She literally tells Kristen to get up and leave, and Kristen gets up and leaves. That shit was hilarious. I'm like, I would, I I can't imagine. Mm -mm. And for Kristen to be 30 Mm -hmm. and Stassi at this point to be 24, Mm -hmm. there's no way. Mm -mm. It could never be me, but whatever yeah it was just Kristen reacting yet again reacting and for a white privilege moment of this episode being able to have a blow-up fight of this nature in the middle of a restaurant without worrying about getting kicked out mm-mm. even oh. if you are filming a show there's no way in hell black people or anybody of color could ever do that ever that's big facts right there that's big facts 
Um, and my white privilege take on this kind of similar earlier in the episode where Stassi and Kristen are sneaking in wine into the restaurant and not the act itself being a white privilege moment, but like not even thinking twice, like I could potentially get arrested for this or like, it's just like, you guys are doing it because you think it's fun and funny and because you want to drink. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I feel like that's the ultimate definition of white privilege doing what the fuck you want to do without thinking about it and how it could impact you other people anything like that it's again white people y'all are so fortunate <laughs> so fortunate and then it, it doesn't impact them so it's not only like you don't right. have to worry about it it's right. like yeah of course it's not going to impact me and then it doesn't so they just keep exactly. on exactly and i really don't think white people truly understand the level of privilege that they have like they don't we're in Reno still and Michael and I were looking at houses to buy mm-hmm. um, we were going with our realtor to this one house he was already inside we were outside we didn't know if we were at the right location and I was like well I think it's this house like it's the address I just don't know which door to go in and I was like we were both like well do we go in do we not go in should we mm-hmm. call and have them come outside because like we can't just approach somebody's house whether it's an open house or not and walk mm-hmm. in because we could get fucking shot mm. People could call the police like there's these sketchy black people sitting outside our house like there's just mm-hmm. so many things that we have to think about as people of color before we do it and it's just like it must be so carefree to just exist just exist mm-hmm. Gosh. yeah must be nice <laughs> <laughs> exactly and on that note friends that brings us to the end of our conversation today so we will see you all next week for guillermo's birthday party at sir and we will be back next time to talk about episode five until then you can find us at savage reality podcast on instagram dm us if you have questions or email us at reality number four savages at gmail.com also don't forget to rate review and subscribe to help the people find us stay tuned and we will see you next wednesday bye sister adios